What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Sorry for the long break, but we're back. Uh, we got more episodes on the way. We had the one and only Rob Cartwright on today. It was a very great episode. Best one yet. Uh, let me know what you think. Any feedback is appreciated. Enjoy your day. Hi, Rob Cartwright, AKA The Cat. What's good, man? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Thanks for being here. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited sure. to be here. Um, I threw out The Cat. Now, I don't know how much that's sticking outside of uh, J-Law, but he calls you that because you're quick. So my question to you is, have you always been quick? You know, I've actually just, yeah, I've, I've been really fortunate to have developed some speed um, over my time as a basketball player. Um, you know, as I grew up, that was just one thing that I had over, you know, some of my peers. And it's just something that, you know, I've definitely tried to use to my advantage on the basketball court. So from as long as you can remember, you were just going by people? Because you have a way of, you're just, you're just by or around people. That's just kind of what you do. Yeah, man, it's, uh, I don't know, it's just something that, um, you know, I realized that um, I could do, and I just try to exploit that as much as I can uh, with my defenders, and I, you know, try to use it both offensively and defensively, and it's definitely, you know, helped help me in um, every level of basketball that I played in. Right. Did you play other sports growing up? I was actually a soccer player um, also. Basketball and soccer were my two main sports. I played everything growing up to some extent, but those are the two sports that I really loved more than any other. Um, it really made me sad when I had to give up soccer because they're the same high school season. But, yeah, I think I attribute a lot of uh, my basketball success to um, my soccer skills, especially as a point guard. I played center mid as a soccer player, so having to see the whole field and, um, you know, be able to, you know, manipulate the defense has really helped in certain ways, like with my court vision and some of my footwork. So I definitely attribute soccer to a lot of that. 100%, 100%. Do you feel or have you felt as if you're overlooked? Um, At times. um, I mean, some of that, you know, it it just depends. I've also been very lucky, you know, I was actually recruited at a really high level out of high school. Um, I was pretty highly ranked um, by some of the recruiting services. So in a lot of ways, I feel very fortunate to end up where I ended up. But, you know, there have been times I feel I've been slighted in certain um, aspects of my basketball career. But, well, you know, it just there's always certain assumptions people make just based on my skin color, which is kind of ironic. But um you know, that, you know, I'm just a shooter or I'm just, you know, oh, I can attack this guy just based on looking at me, which yeah. makes sense. But, um, you know, there when you have a different coach come in who doesn't recruit you, he might look at you a little bit differently compared to someone he brings in. And I, I, all I'd say is this. I've been very fortunate in my basketball career. I've, you know, I've had some bad luck, but I've also had some good luck. So, um, I wouldn't change any of the experiences that I've had. What would you say is some bad luck that you've had? Uh, my, two weeks before my sophomore season, um, I had a complete torn. Um, I completely shattered my arm going up for a layup. I had a compound open fracture with severe ligament damage to my elbow. And then I had a 
third surgery, which was to prepare, uh, repair a completely dead nerve in my median nerve. Um, so that was really unfortunate. Um, you know, because two weeks before season? I was two weeks before season. I had had a great um, foreign <laughs> tour in Italy with their Stanford team. Um, you know, they had made it pretty clear that, you know, they wanted to give me the keys and have the opportunity to lead the team. And I felt good mentally and physically. So that was really unfortunate. Um, then my coach got fired. Um, that recruited me, Coach Dawkins. And we brought in another coach, Coach Haas. And, you know, it was just tough, um, the tough transition. Um, that year, I was really inconsistent with my shot. I really rushed to get back, and I didn't nail down some of the mechanics. Um, so some of that's, you know, my fault. Some of that's just unfortunate. So I ended up having to transfer to UC Irvine and ended up having a lot of success there, which was great. Did you struggle with, like, did you have problems with your arm when you were coming back? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I still don't have full range of motion. Um, I never will. Um, and the truth is I have most functionality back. Like there are a lot of things that I can do that I was scared that I wouldn't be able to do, but at the same time, I had to totally reconstruct my shot. Um, there are certain things with the basketball and just daily life that are a little bit harder. Hmm. Um, certain weightlifting exercises that I was able to do that I might be able to do on the left side that I simply just cannot because I don't have the range of motion. Um, so in that way, you know, it's been tough, but given where I was at and what some of the doctors said could potentially come from my arm injury, I feel very fortunate that I'm able to get back and basically be a hundred percent. Yeah. Would you say that's the like biggest adversity you faced through your basketball career? Not I'd say, I'd say, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, injuries are unfortunate part of the game, um, in all sports, and a lot of the time you can't really control it, um, especially something like that. And you can never really prepare for that um, freak, freak accident. But, uh, you know, there are obviously a lot of other things that have happened, um, good and bad. Yeah. But I'd say in terms of, you know, a real moment, gut check moment, where do I go from here? How much do I really love the game? Yeah. Do, do I really want to fight through this? I'd say that was tough because I was a three total four surgeries in three months wow. so you know that was really a time and um where i really had to look myself in the mirror and say okay what do you really love in life and i figured that okay it is basketball for me so you know i've just continued to deal with all the adversity that i felt in certain situations because if i can get through that you know um that's there i can really just get through anything was that your number one thing you took away from the injury was that you love basketball or did you what else did you learn through yeah, uh, I, I always knew that I loved basketball, but um, it really made me understand, okay, basketball is extremely important to me. I knew it always was, but I was in a lot of pain a lot yeah. of the time, and I really had to fight through, and I was doing you know, the most basic um, exercises just to, you know, if you look silly, right? Because yeah. you're just trying to, you're playing with, like, <laughs> my, um marbles and just just, yeah exactly exactly so um especially to reconstruct the nerve damage so um yeah no i the biggest takeaway was you know i have a strong work ethic and i want to keep playing basketball as long as i can right right uh so you just had your first year pro right Mm -hmm. where were you again so i was in 
uh, Pea Kosovo. Um, it's in the Balkan region of Europe, um, near countries like Croatia, Albania. Um, Talk to me. What was that like? Uh, it was an interesting experience. Um, During COVID, right? Like yeah, COVID. so I went out there. Um, I know that it's not the richest country in the world. It's actually relatively poor because it's partly because um, they are a new country mm-hmm. um, and there's, it's pretty small. It's actually, there's actually some pretty nice scenery out there and um, the basketball part was actually pretty good. Um, the teams, it's a small league mm-hmm. in their top division so they pretty much spread out their top national team guys pretty evenly throughout the league. And you have your three foreigners. And I feel like pretty much anywhere you play, they're going to be really good yeah. basketball players. And so guys I played against were all very high level. Um, you know, with it being COVID, there were definitely some complications. You couldn't really do much. I ended up getting COVID out there. Hmm. Um, it was very cold. And... Um, I think that was one part that I, you know, didn't love was the gyms, the heating systems weren't that ideal. They were (laughs) freezing. I mean, it almost felt like sometimes the gyms were colder than it was outdoors. I mean, it was that cold, you know, you're breathing air and you can, you're, you're breathing and you can see your, um, your breath when you're, um, yeah. So that was not always ideal, but. I took it as a really positive experience because, you know, I needed to play my first professional season and I feel like I got a lot out of it. Right. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. Um, but, you know, I am grateful for that opportunity. How'd you guys do? Did you guys play well? Uh, yeah. So we ended up having a lot of um, coaching changes. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard to get a rhythm at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're... And, Pro basketball, especially some of those Balkan region countries, they might change coaches, and then the, the, those coaches want to bring in their own players. So I had to deal with that. Um, there were, I think, a total of six different coaches that ended up coaching at least one game for us, which was definitely t- six coaches coaching one game. At least one game. Were they getting ejected or fired on the spot? <laughs> um, one coach <laughs> left. A couple were, you know getting fired um, so they were quitting getting fired uh, it was a mixture of a lot of things and uh you know and then a couple coaches had to just step in and based that's interesting due to necessity one had a coach um due to covid so that was um less than ideal um but you know the games that i played um were overall positive uh we started off the season seven and one um I ended up leaving a little bit before the season ended, uh, but the team ended up losing in the finals. So team had a good season, um, but yeah, I ended up leaving a couple uh, about a month early. Did you uh, did you meet some cool teammates? Yeah, uh, there were some good guys, um, good players um, that I you know bonded with. You know, um, <laughs> luckily you know the guys speak English because. Yeah. Um, you know, you just don't really know anybody out there and especially in a COVID situation and you're not really going out and meeting anybody. So, um, you know, you definitely develop some camaraderie with those guys and you're eating your meals with them. So I'm definitely fortunate that you know, I met some good guys. What makes a good teammate to you in your eyes? Um, you know, so sometimes off the court, 
I like to kind of get my mind away from the game um, because you just don't want to be basketball all the time. You just need that right. mental break, especially for me. Maybe some guys are different, but yeah. I just feel like so if you know when you can just talk about other things and just completely get away from the game at times, um, that's good. And you know, just have a light conversation. I mean, honestly, you know, on the on the court, I feel like is the most important. Mm -hmm. the, the, the relationships you have with guys on the court is really important because, you know, that's what you're there for. But yeah. off the court, I just feel like it's important to have, you know, some people that you can talk to, um, talk about other things, and just have a basic conversation with them. That's really all I'm looking for. For sure, for sure. Now, with it being COVID, were you able to do anything fun in the city or go out or see anything or um, stuck? I mean, to tell you the truth, uh, for a long period of time, we were on a really strict schedule. So, for, I mean, our games were 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, early in the afternoon, and we'd have to be back in our apartments by 7, sometimes 6. Wow. So, And that was for, you know, a huge portion of the part I was there. So, so, so to be honest, no, I didn't really get to do a whole lot. Um, but, um, in, in the same way, I'm not really a guy that likes to go out too much, especially when I'm in season. I just yeah. kind of like to focus on what the task at hand and I don't mind, you know, just kind of being, um, in a space where I can talk to my friends and my family and just relax, watch some TV. So for me, it really wasn't that big of a issue. Yeah. Um, I wish I could have done some more. Yeah. I mean especially sometimes on the weekend but for the most part I just handled it um but there you know it there isn't a ton to do out there yeah. it's not a huge city yeah um but was the food all right yeah so uh, I actually enjoyed the food a lot I was skeptical about the type of cuisine I'd be having out there mm -hmm. but um there's definitely a lot of western influence on some of their uh, cuisine options and uh, I enjoyed it a lot uh, um, a lot it was pretty carb heavy hmm. it was pretty carb heavy um, but you know we basically ate at one specific restaurant a lot and that can be kind of tiring at times but for the most part there are a lot of really good options so I was able to enjoy it and you know not get sick of it which yeah. was good uh, so you're in in the gym a lot with J-Law training where did you learn or where'd you get your work ethic from? Cause I mean, you're a hard worker, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you just, you hear, no one can be Kobe. I mean, what he does is just an entirely different level. Um, but when you grow up, I was a huge Kobe fan growing up. And when you hear stuff that he does and players at that level do, you realize that it's not really something you have a choice if you really want to achieve mm -hmm. anything significant in this game. And, you know, there are times I wish in high school and maybe even earlier that I had worked a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I'd be, you know, even further along than I am. But, you know, it's just something that um, you learn with maturity. You learn how important it is to work every day, um, whether that means actually getting shots up in the gym lifting, taking care of your body for a rest day, because that's almost as important as anything because right. you can't just grind, 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 at least in my experience. You can't, just, you can't just grind, grind, grind every single day. Otherwise, I feel like you might burn out. 
Um, so, you know, just finding that rhythm, especially during the off season to, you know, make sure you're getting your work in and making it be efficient and worth it. So, um, I don't know where I really got that from. I just, it's just something that over time you figure that it's really important right. to achieve the levels and high levels that everyone else that you want to achieve. Right. What do you enjoy most about the gym? Uh, what, uh, you mean? Uh, like our training. Facility. Oh, when you're honestly, in- the people. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it's incredible the people that J-Law has around him. First of all, he's a great, great individual. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see why so many people have wanted to work with him. He's just so ultra positive, And he's brought in, everyone that he's brought in has, you know, those same values, that same um, high character positive energy that any basketball player any person would want to be around Mm -hmm. so I think that's as influential as anything and why and it obviously is a really beautiful facility um so all those factors and it's good training Mm -hmm. I mean that's that's (laughs) as important as anything but um the runs you know are very high level and I feel like I gain a lot from that but I'd say all those factors are really important and why, you know, as long as I'm playing, I expect to be out training here. Yeah. Um, you live out in Laguna, right? So I was born in Pasadena. Um, when I'm home, I spend a couple of days a week out there. Um, I am currently staying in Laguna. Okay. Um, but yeah, or just OC in general, but currently I am staying in a condo in Laguna. What do you enjoy doing with your free time outside of the grind? Or like, so when you're not working, what hobbies, what do you like, what do you like doing? Yeah, um, I'm a pretty simple guy. I just like to hang out with my friends, hang out with my girlfriend, um, go see movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize how much I enjoy just being around the beach. Um, you know, I'm kind of inland in Pasadena, so I just didn't really do that a ton growing up. Mm-hmm. So being in Newport, I was in Newport for a while and right next to the beach. And I realized, well, it's just so nice to kind of take little walks, just sit in the sand. So all those kind of things, you know, and now that things are starting to open up, you know, go out to a bar for a trivia night, have a game night. Yeah. Um, like I said, go see a movie. I haven't done that yet, um, <laughs> but I, you know, I plan to. So. Those are all the kind of things um, outside of the court, just to you know relax, enjoy my time off, and yeah. um, just kind of collect my thoughts. That theater at the Spectrum looks legit. Have you seen that? I have. I haven't been inside it yet, but uh, I fully intend to uh, hopefully see the new Fast and Furious movie out there. Okay. What uh, uh what are what are you working towards right now? Like, what's your where's your energy going? Um. I just want to see, you know, how far I can get in the basketball worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going to Kosovo was the first step, and now my agent is doing his thing, um, trying to figure out what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hopefully heading out to China in the next uh, week or two weeks, um, depending on the visa application process, which has been very difficult. <laughs> um, you know, just given the covid situation out there especially um but that's for a unique experience can you speak more on that yeah so um 
I'm heading out there. I was invited to go to the Dunk of China reality show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've had some former NBA players do it in the past, and it's supposedly the most popular reality basketball show in the country. And China loves their basketball, yeah, so they, they some of their bigger companies like Alibaba get behind it and fund it. So I'm really excited about that experience. I've been out to China once, but it was only for a short period of time. So uh, very interested to kind of be in that culture and that environment. And um, also while I'm out there, I'll be playing a lot of other um, like money tournament games and doing a lot of other maybe mini appearances. I'm not exactly sure when I get out there, I'll be able to um, get a little bit more clarity on what I'll be doing on a day-to-day basis. Um, because you know my timeline, our timeline has already been pushed back due to this visa application process taking longer than expected. So once I get out there, I'll have much more understanding on what my day-to-day yeah. activities will be. But I'm excited about that opportunity. Um, I think you're gonna kill that. You're <laughs> you're gonna fit right in on on that reality TV show. <laughs> I hope so, man. I'm I'm excited. It's uh, you know, maybe get some Chinese followers or something. Right, right. Um, what's the scariest thing you've ever done? Pretty random, but <laughs> I'd say the most dangerous thing that I've ever done. Scariest. Um, oh, scariest. <laughs> oh, man. You could give dangerous though too. Well, I, I just I just mean scary because and dangerous because I once went like cliff diving or, or, or cliff jumping mm-hmm. into a river, and I just remember almost you know hurting myself the way I landed in the water, and I kind of vowed never to do something like that again. Um, because that just wasn't really smart, but it was just one was of those. It shallow? It was way too shallow. Um, and the way I fell in was kind of backwards. Like my head kind of almost hit the rocks at the bottom. So that was one of the sillier things I've done. Um, and I wouldn't recommend that um, in that type of place. But uh, scary. I, I, I don't know. I try to stay away from, I guess, scary um what are, you activities. Fear, what are you fearful of? Oh. I mean, as cliche as it sounds, I just, I guess I'm fear, I'm scared of like failing at certain mm-hmm. things, like not living up to my potential and expectations of myself. Um, you know, not working hard enough to not achieve certain goals that I have in life. Yeah. Um, you know, that's definitely one thing. Um, you know, I don't really have like a, 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 you know, of course you look down when you're at a certain height and it's like, oh geez, like that's yeah. scary. But I wouldn't say that I have any significant fears. Like I don't have, I'm not, a, I'm not scared of spiders or snakes. So I don't really have any like significant fears, have true you, fears. Have you thought of what you want to do outside of basketball or when you're done with the game or? Now that is a very interesting question because I've thought about it, but I don't know. So I do feel very fortunate that I do have an undergraduate degree from Stanford and a master's degree from UC Irvine. I feel like that's definitely something that I can use Mm -hmm. um, in some capacity. But to tell you the truth, I I just don't know exactly where I want to go, which maybe is okay, but I do realize that I am getting older. Mm -hmm. um, And when the ball stops bouncing for me, I will have to decide. But there are very few things um, that I enjoy 
more than being in the sports world, mm-hmm. especially particularly basketball, but also football. And I'm just a avid fan. So you like football, like football, football, or soccer? I love football. Okay. I love watching football. Um, I'm a huge football guy. I mean, I love watching soccer too, but basketball and football to watch are my two favorite sports to watch. So I feel like some something in the sports realm, whether that's coaching, something in a front office, mm-hmm. um, or some sort of sports business, um, anything re- relating to that would be great. I've also thought about real estate. Um, and I feel like there are just going to be a lot of things that I dabble with. Yeah, you um, that out. Yeah, I mean, so the, are- yeah, and um, I feel like I can do a lot of that, but what I want to do with the majority of my time is still up in the air for me. For sure. Well, people at the gym have been saying that you're basically a character right out of a movie. <laughs> so maybe this reality TV show will open some doors for you. <laughs> you know, um, that's one thing that, um, you know, is a very enticing proposition is like look you know i'll be on camera we'll see where that leads yeah um if that's something that i really enjoy then maybe that could lead to something maybe someone in china you know will have some sort of business idea for me in the future so that's why you know though it's hard to leave um family friends girlfriend especially Mm -hmm. um you know, when an opportunity like this comes, I just feel like you have to take it because it's one of those things you'll always regret if you don't. It's a great experience, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, go out, live your life, and that's just what I'm trying to do right now. That's cool. That's cool. Last question. Crazy times in the world, whatever you want to call it, but what does the world need more of? <laughs> the world needs a lot. Um, I just feel like we need more love and compassion more than anything. It's... It's really sad when you see the conflict, not even, not even just in, our, in the world, in our own country. I mean, we're so divided as a people. I mean, how could we possibly be united with other countries mm-hmm. if we can't even, you know, be in the same room and have conversations and just be so divided in our own country? It's, it, it is disappointing and hard to see. Um, so... I just I wish there were certain issues that we could all unite upon at least a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and you know I feel like you know we need to take global warming a little more seriously worldwide. I feel like that's definitely a significant issue, um, and but really just the you know I, I hate that there are wars of religion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not super religious myself. Um, I do believe in God. I do pray to God, but I'm not, you know, here as like a major Christian. Um, but I don't like when wars, you know, I feel like all religion should be, you know, not, I don't want to say anything wrong here, but it should, there shouldn't be so much about what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. They should all, you know, have some sort of more common, you know, yeah, exactly. So, um, love and compassion. I'd say those are, if, if, if we can start with that and having an understanding for people and not so much judgment and not um, so much hate, um, that that could be 
you know, a great start. But will it ever happen? I don't. I don't believe so. That's what's sad. I don't. I hate to be cynical. Be optimistic, man. I I, I try to be. It's just, you know, I feel like it's just one of those things that it will be really, really hard to accomplish. We'll make it. We'll make it. <laughs> Rob, thank you for being here, brother. Thanks for having Appreciate me, Max. You. That was fun. It was. Was. Yeah, that was good, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. For sure. For sure. For sure.